the Sacred Heart Novena, Day 6, A Heart for Others. The first step that God takes towards us is that of a love that anticipates and is unconditional. God is the first to love. God does not love because there is something in us that engenders love. God loves us because he himself is love. And by its very nature, love tends to spread out and give itself. God does not even condition his goodness on our conversion. If anything, this is a consequence of God's love. We were distant, as was the prodigal son in the parable in Luke's Gospel. While he was yet at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion, we are told. Out of love for us, God undertook an exodus from himself to come and find us in this wasteland where it made no sense for him to pass. God loved us even when we were wrong. These are the words of Pope Francis given at a general audience in 2017. Throughout the Gospels, in so many different ways and using so many different images, Jesus seeks to teach and reveal the heart of God for mankind. Firstly, we have the triple parable found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, giving us three images of the one reality, the loving, compassionate, merciful heart of our Saviour, who is on the lookout for the lost, the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son. The conclusion of each of these parables has the one who has found that which was lost proclaim, rejoice with me. When love reaches its target, it bursts forth in joy. We are the targets of that divine love which fills the heart of Jesus and the heart of the Father. As Pope Francis has said, we are the recipients of a love that has no equal on earth. And it is not just by means of his beautiful parables that Jesus reveals his loving heart. His words indeed enlighten us and take us deeper within the mystery of his divine love for us. But his actions too reveal the heights and depths of that love, a love which shows itself in being merciful, misericordia, a Latin word which can be understood to mean to have a heart, cordia, for misery, miseraria. Stepping ashore one day from a boat and seeing the crowd that was anxious to be ministered to by him, Jesus, we are told, was moved with compassion, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. He always had a heart for others, a heart that was easily moved when it encountered misery in any of its forms sickness, vulnerability, sin, isolation, marginalization. Over and again in the Gospels, we see a Jesus whose heart is drawn to seek out those in misery. We see a Jesus who is ready, willing and able to enter the messiness and complexities of a person's life and by his touch, his word, his presence, even just his glance, he is able to set people free and on a new path from that moment on. His heart is so filled with love that it cannot contain itself. 
How could the infinite love of God, which abides in the heart of Jesus, ever be contained? It will and it must spill out upon and over others, over you and me, who have such dire need of that love, that mercy, that compassion. We see that uncontainable nature of the love which resides in the heart of Christ more than hinted at in the Gospel. Who touched me? he asks in the midst of the jostling crowd, for he had felt the power going out of him. The woman with a hemorrhage had, in her misery, reached out to touch the hem of his garment, and love spilled out of him. His healing power rushed to take her misery away. But this was not a one-off occurrence, for in the same gospel where we read about the woman with the hemorrhage, the gospel of Luke, we are told, And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits. And they were healed and the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all. The sixth chapter of Luke's Gospel. And the supreme proof of the loving heart of Jesus was his willingness to undergo his passion and death for our salvation, to save us from the greatest of all misery, slavery to the evil one, to sin and to death. No greater love has any man, says Jesus, than he should lay down his life for his friends. This is the standard Jesus has set for us. He, for himself, he set an even higher standard, and he lived and died by that standard. For as St. Paul tells us, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God proves his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's in the letter to the Romans in chapter 5. While we were still sinners and might afterwards still choose to remain in our sins, Jesus died for us. That is unconditional love indeed. And that is the love which dwells in the sacred heart of Jesus. Love to be worthy of that title must be a love that is oriented to the good of others. And all the love, the deep and mighty love in the heart of Jesus, has two targets. He loves the Father and he loves us. He loves the Father and he loves you. And he loves us with the same love. At the Last Supper he says these astounding words. Astounding for they reveal to us the overwhelming love Jesus has in his heart for each of us. He says, as the Father has loved me. So I have loved you. Abide in my love. There's enough material for an entire retreat in that one sentence in John's Gospel. Jesus Christ loves you with the same love and in the same way and with the same intensity with which God the Father loves him. And he invites us to abide in that love, to make it our home and allow it to make its home in us. 
Perhaps we see now a little clearer why the Lord wanted the image of his sacred heart to be given pride of place in the homes of his people, that looking gaily upon that image enthroned on the wall of the greatest mansion or of the humblest shack, we would all of us recall that if we have not his love in us, we have nothing. But if we have his love in us and as allow his love to grow in us, we have everything we need. For Jesus promised to St. Margaret Mary, I will bless every place in which an image of my heart is exposed and honoured. Today in our novena, we focus on the heart of Jesus turned towards us and loving us. To St. Margaret Mary, Jesus gave 12 promises in favour of those who would devoutly and trustingly turn towards his sacred heart. Perhaps today we could seek out those promises, learn what they are, and then thank the Lord for his goodness, which surpasses all that we deserve and all that we could ever hope for. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I adore thee profoundly. I offer thee the most precious body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, present in all the tabernacles of the world, in reparation for the outrages, sacrileges, and indifference by which he is offended. By the infinite merits of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I beg the conversion of poor sinners. Most Holy Trinity, I adore thee. My God, my God, I love thee in the most blessed sacrament. What a great thing it is to seek to make reparation to the sacred heart of Jesus for the many sins and offences which wound his heart in the most blessed sacrament. Such reparation need not be complicated nor difficult to accomplish. It is sufficient to love him with a warmth of love that will cover over the coldness and indifference which he is so often surrounded by in the Blessed Sacrament. As the sacred scripture tells us, love, charity, covers over a multitude of sins. And so we pray our Novena Prayers. O oh my Jesus, you have said, truly I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Behold, I knock, I seek and ask for the following grace. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, 
I place all my trust in you. O my Jesus, you have said, Truly I say to you, if you ask anything of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Behold, in your name I ask the Father for the following grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O Sacred Heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O my Jesus, you have said, Truly I say to you, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Encouraged by your infallible words, I now ask for the following grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O sacred heart of Jesus, for whom it is impossible not to have compassion on the afflicted, have pity on us sinners, and grant us the grace which we ask of you, through the sorrowful and immaculate heart of Mary, your tender mother and ours. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. 